Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is that there are a great many things that should not be communicated by email. If you are working from home, as many of us still are these days, email is often the easiest way to communicate with people. But for certain topics, picking up the phone, setting up a video meeting, or even meeting in person might actually save time in the long run. Email is a very easy way to communicate. You send a message when you want, and the other person can read it when they want. Brilliant. But how many of us have experienced writing something that is misunderstood or that creates drama where you didn't intend it? You can spend days undoing the damage. Or you wind up sending half a dozen emails back and forth to clarify what seemed straightforward to you at the time, but in retrospect, wasn't. So here are a few guidelines. First, emails should be short. Many people don't read past the first few sentences. If some critical bit of information is in the last paragraph, you might as well not have written it. So in general, if you find yourself writing more than five to six sentences, call or set up a video meeting instead. Second, emails are easily forwarded. Accidentally, in many cases, when new people are added to email chains, but this is still true. Even if you haven't personally experienced the embarrassment of the wrong person seeing a snarky comment, I am sure you know someone who has. So if you are sharing anything that you wouldn't want shared broadly or with particular other people, then it needs to be shared in a way that isn't so subject to taking on a life of its own. And third, emails are perceived more negatively than the spoken word. That means that even neutral messages can come across as being harsh. So if you have any tough feedback to deliver, don't spend time agonizing over the words you are going to use in an email. Don't send it as an email. Get the person on the phone where they can hear your positive vocal cues. Or better yet, set up a video meeting so they can see you smile as you say words that are tough, but are ultimately meant to be motivating, to bring about a good result together. Yes, all of this takes more time. When you have an idea or you want to share feedback, it is so easy to dash off an email. It seems more convenient for the recipient, too. You don't have to interrupt what they are doing, whereas a formal conversation takes time. But when someone quits his job because he thinks you hate him, when in fact you are just trying to steer the project in a different direction, well, you have a big problem on your hands. One that is going to take a lot more time to fix than setting up a video meeting. So don't rely too much on email. You can send an encouraging email after the tough conversation. That's a great use of email. But email is not for everything. Use it a bit less frequently, and you will probably save time in the long run. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most 
of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.